Welcome, Welcome to, to Minority, Minority Corner. Corner. With an And James. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only more black, gay. And ladylike. Oh, I'm a lady. I'm a lady. Hey, lady girl. I'm a lady too. This week on Minority Corner. What you got going on, girl? I am going to talk about two, yes, two corners in one. Two for one. And it's called the Protect Yourself and Protect Others Corner. Nice. Not even protect yourself before you wreck yourself. Just protect yourself and others before you get wrecked. Nice. Exactly. Don't wreck yourself. Just protect it. Absolutely. Protect it. I, in light of all the Orlando tragedy and whatnot, I'm doing an Orlando news roundup. I feel like there's been so mm. much information, and I myself kind of uh, went dark or went rogue for a few days just because there was so much information that I just yeah. needed to take some time away. So I did some yeah. research, and I've got some stories, some facts, some things I'm just going to throw out at everybody, and um, just some stories that y'all should should hear and know about, um, and just That's pretty much good. pay tribute to Orlando. I am excited to hear what you have rounded up, because a lot of times you miss a lot of things with the media covering things up or overblowing different yeah, things. Yeah, as soon as they focus on like the dumbest thing, they're like, they find like the most minute thing and they just focus on that and it's like, okay, right? what's, what's really happening here? So, I've got some stories from the victims to some people who are acting fucking crazy, looking at you, Geraldo Rivera, and others. Ooh, someone, ooh, new, new, we're putting another person in a corner, it sounds like. Fuck yeah, we're bringing back the, the fuck you corner, it's back. <laughs> Bringing it back out of out of the, the dark ages or the the old school. We're going old school the this bitch episode. Is back. Well, let's kick into it, girl. Let's go. I'm ready. We're back. And okay, I feel like we're we back, have not back. acknowledged the, the elephant in the room or in on the airwaves. What's the elephant? Um, we're on maximum fun. Yay! Maximum fun. We're part and of we the are having, network. Yeah, we are having a maximum amount of fun here on Maximum Fun. It's been so great. We picked up a lot of new new listeners. Welcome to the Minority Corner uh, family. Everyone's been so uh, wonderful and supportive, and and it seems like y'all are feeling it. Actually, and I have to say something about that. And it's oh, is someone of, not feeling it? Are no, we already no, no, getting no. mean tweets? We've, we've gotten nothing but love and support, not only from like all the Maximum Fun crew, all the Maximum Fun yes. shows, um, and all of our new listeners. I'm so excited. But then I was out with my friend the other day, Uh-oh. and I was talking about how many new downloads that we got, and I was like, oh my god, we got so many downloads, it's going to be wonderful. And she goes, yeah, that's great. Have you gotten anything negative in response yet? And I was like, no, <laughs> not yet. And she goes, well, you know you're going to. 
And I go, <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like, I'm worried about you because you're sensitive. Wow. Well, maybe this friend is just looking out for you because I have to tell you, my lovely boyfriend who I love so much had the same sort of thing. It was like, we got a lot of new tweets. He's like, anything negative? I was like, okay, wow. But I think that they're just trying to protect us, you know? They're, it's true. Just, it's very they're true. They're bracing us. I mean, I don't handle negative tweets well, as we know, with my interactions with the NRA. When I got, oh. I was, my first day on Twitter, I got bullied by the NRA. I hashtagged the wrong thing and got attacked by them. Which I'm looking at you, NRA. No! I'm going to put you on blast <laughs> off of this episode, but we'll save that for later. Mmm, save it for later. So, I did go see, so my boyfriend was in town. Yay! And he was in town, uh, hadn't seen him in 12 weeks. He was here for two weeks. He's from Amsterdam. He's not from Amsterdam, but he lives in Amsterdam. And yes. uh, we went to go see The Color Purple, the musical. Oh, nice! With um, Jennifer Hudson. No, she's not in it anymore. Which is oh. just, yeah, she left back in May, but it's just as fine, because oh. I don't think she's that great of... I mean, I know she has an Oscar, but I'm throwing some shade at Jennifer Hudson. My theory, this is, I'm just repeating what my boyfriend said. He's like, but I saw her in Sex Uh and the City, too, and she was not that great. Um, Well, she just played, like, an assistant. She had, like, three lines. She was like, here's a purse. Can I get this purse? Hey, it's me, Jennifer Hudson. I'm telling you. That's a beautiful impression. That's exactly... Nailed oh, it! I, I'm taking the show on the did. road. I'm out. I'm not even finishing this episode. I'm just gonna take my Jennifer just, Hudson one yeah. man show. And Shira Khan. Just <laughs> Shira Khan and Jennifer Hudson. They kind of sound the same, but that's our little secret. It's sh- so, mm-hmm. but we had the woman who originated the role of Nala replaced her, and she played uh, an Aida. Um, Nala on Broadway, The Lion King. On Broadway, not yeah. the voice of the cartoon. No, because that okay, was the little girl who was clarify. also in. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify. Because when you say originates. <laughs> there was the one black girl who was in Full House, the little girl with the curly hair. She was cute. But Color Purple is so amazing. So my boyfriend wanted to go because it was his birthday present. I was like, I'm going to take you to a Broadway show. That's hella Kinda nice. Wanted... Damn. Well, you know, I'd like to do it up. What are you going to give me? What? For what? <laughs> For my birthday. I'm only with me. Uh, your birthday? Oh, I missed it. Happy birthday. It's a long um, time from now, actually. It's six months from now, but your birthday's in three days. One, let us two, not speak three. of it. Remember after my last year, I'm not even doing birthdays until I hit 40, so... You are starting over fresh. Nope, I'm going from 30 to 40. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to be 30 for the next nine years, and then I'm going to magically turn 40. So this is like the so, nebulous years. Okay, I like it. <laughs> So I gave him options where like we can go see Aladdin, we can go see Color Purple, and he was like the Color Purple. That's why I love my man. He loves the black stories. Uh, yes, I'm right. Leave um, that there. <laughs> but he remember, he saw. I've actually never seen the Color Purple. You never even movie. saw the movie. No, I missed out on it. But with Whoopi, with Whoopi, I missed out before she got crazy. Um, oh. And then he was like, "What about Jersey Boys?" I was like, "I can't watch a musical about white people stealing black folks' music." And he's like, oh, "Okay, fair enough." It's true, and I mean, come all on, music- we've all seen that story. Every single Martin Scorsese story is Jersey Boys. Let's be honest. I, just, I can't. I'm not. I'm done with it. I'm not interested. But the color purple, fucking mind blowing. Don't run. Don't walk. Fly right now to New York and come check it out on Broadway. Go get your fifty percent off tickets. And go right now. I don't now. get time for that. <laughs> You've got make time. I want to. It is the color purple. 
It is important. So we want to see Hamilton like saw, the rest of the world. First of all, also I'm gonna talk about this later. But why is it? It's easier to get a gun in this country, yeah. than it is to get Hamilton tickets. Just pointing that out there. Well, that's. There's a lot of things that are easier to, that are harder to do than to get a gun. It's easy. I can go get a gun right now if I wanted to. And I should not. That's what I mean. I should not have one. Don't. I should. I yeah, can't, I don't, I don't I can't know even re-get be... my driver's license. You know what the hassle <laughs> I have to get to get my new fucking driver's license? But I can just go get a gun. <laughs> Anyways, we saw the lead actress, Cynthia Enviro. She won the Tony. Okay. We saw the last performance before she won the Tony. The next day she won the oh, Tony. Oh, wow. She was amazing. Oh, nice. The story is so good. Everyone, it's so it's such an important story of just about, like, just American yeah. history as well, and then, you know, taking place um, a long time ago. <laughs> you know, I don't know my dates. It's like after slavery. It's like the it's like a stone's throw. Dredges. Yeah, it's like a stone's throw away from like slavery taking place in the South. Yeah, and such a it's such a beautiful story, and just it was amazing just to see a bunch of black folks on the Broadway stage being amazing. Oh, yes. Um, hello. Speaking of Broadway and black people, we set some records because we won all four of the best um, supporting and best performance in men and women categories in the Tony Awards. High five black folks doing it up. You get high fives all around. <laughs> uh, and you. Mm. Sounds like I'm hitting people. Sorry. Speaking of hitting. I'm just imagining all these black people popping up and you giving them high fives <laughs> yeah. in your room right now. <laughs> Lynn Emanuel. Cynthia, hi. <laughs> Wait, Lynn Emanuel's not black. Oh, you know, the <laughs> he looks, he's ethnically ambiguous, much like... He's Latin. He's Latin? Oh, I can't... Yeah. Listen, when you live in Harlem, it's just like, oh, you're a person of color. You just can't tell. You're brown. Someone, they start speaking yeah. Spanish, you just never know. And in fact, my boyfriend got mistaken for an actor from Hamilton when we were watching a show. They were like... It's an actor from Hamilton. My my boyfriend sometimes like he he never know with him. A little ethnic, ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, because he's got that curly black hair. Yeah. Whenever people don't know what to do with other people once they got dark hair and then it starts to curl, they're like, "What are you?" <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, oh, but the story of the color purple is so it's so relevant even today. You have like the story of you know women and women like you know not just women and then also like being a black woman. Shortly after the time yeah. of slavery, and you know, no, thank you. Deal, deals with abuse, and Ugh. one thing that I thought was really interesting is that there's the one of the main villain characters is black man. I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's. It, 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 I was scared. It was like, oh god, here's another you know angry black man. Yeah. Um, and he's just he's despicable. But they show in in the musical they give him moments where you see his history, where his father yeah. was a his father was abusive. And uh, his his fa- but his father was born on a sla- on a slave plantation, and so yeah. as we talked about before about how you see um, that violence for um, obedience get- getting passed down. Oh yeah, what we were talking about the the cycle of of of, of like abuse. spanking and abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then what's interesting too is at the very end he has spoiler alert he has this song where he sort of realizes you know his son is a really good person and his son came from also a fucked up family where his you know, mother died and his and the father yeah. was also abusive and he was like but look at my son my son still managed to overcome be a wonderful beautiful nice person so it's not an excuse right so i thought it was such an interesting sort of I you love know that. everything 
yeah, everything comes from people aren't every people are products of their environments, right? And so you got to take that into consideration that everything is passed down. Yes. At the same time, like when does it stop? And it's up to the person to to realize it to to end the cycle. I love it. Right. I love yeah. it so much. And I also like it wasn't so quick and easy just to be like, oh, he's a bad man. It's like, well, he's came from shit and his dad came from shit and you know just such a history. Um, and there's some lesbianism that goes in it. Ooh, it was good. Mm color purple i'm into it everybody go check it out so anyway just go rent the movie if you can't afford a ticket to broadway (laughs) yeah just just or like hitchhike do something we need to band together and get there but i also like that like they didn't just like i like this good story that shows like it doesn't just have violence against women it's just like oh there it is yeah like it really talked about the journey and overpowering and and what it does so good and the sight and like because unlike this, I'm in this theater competition. Ooh, I know. And uh, it's do- we're doing really well. Uh, we're gonna- I think we're probably going to make it to the semifinals. It's at the Matt and Hat- Oh my god, congratulations! It's at- well, uh, tonight is the last night of uh, the first round, but um, I mean, one of the kids, one of the shows we're competing with, there's a high schooler in it, so I'm like, oh, okay, where are we? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> He's great, sweet kid. So the Manhattan Manhattan Repertory Theater, if you are are in town, go check it um, out. But one of the shows is essentially just someone watched American Psycho and was like, I'm going to write a play. And it's essentially the plot of American Psycho in, like, ten minutes. Come on, y'all. And the guy even just does, like, a Norman Bates, like the, what's that Christian Bale impression, essentially? Uh, The guy, I forget his name. (laughs) It's terrible. Christian Bale. Yeah, but the character that you're talking about, right? Oh, I always call him Norman Bates. Whatever. No, that's from Psycho. I'm trying to remember. He has an iconic name. Everybody, if you know it, tweet us. Tweet us. But it just like it just shows like it, it, there's like a woman who gets choked on stage, and it's just so weird. It's like I'm just not interested in just seeing violence against women just for the sake of putting violence against women on stage. Like, thank you. Unless we're gonna have a conversation and talk about, I'm more interested in like the woman's journey of overcoming it and her experience yeah. through it. If it's a part of the story and not shock value, then and yes. That's all it is. And I think, again, like, we've talked about this before, but these images and things, these images, these words that we put out, you know, this fully freedom of expression and full freedom of whatever we want to do mm-hmm. comes at a price. Because what happens is people see these images, they see these words, and it desensitizes um, themselves of how they view and look at these other people. Case in point, mm-hmm. this Orlando shooter, which we're going to get into, you yeah. know, someone along the way heard him say terrible things about groups of people, right. and nobody right. said anything, or he heard comedians, or he saw... Exactly. Like, he, didn't just, he wasn't just born this way, he was a product of America as well. Right, this, exactly. He was created here in our own backyard. Yes. So we have to be mindful of these things that we're putting out there. They have an effect. So you know what? Freedom of speech as much as you want, but be fucking prepared of the repercussions of what comes to that. Ooh, preach. Sorry. I am into that. (laughs) It is so true. It's good. It is hella true. Uh, Speaking of that, I feel like that is like a nice segue into my my corner. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, girl, let's get into it. Take me by the hand. And lead me. Well, it, that sounds like some color purple coming through. <laughs> I know. I, uh, and I'm telling you. That's dream girls. I'm purple. <laughs> and a lesbian. Don't hit me. I got pants. Push the button. Mm. Push that, the button. Mm. What is even? That I sounds about this sex. This is the whole. Push the button. This is about sex. I'm like, I'm going to push your button, baby. Ooh. Ooh excuse me. 
Oh, good one. Were you auditioning for the color purple as well? Just a, You're just higher. a little bit. Just a little touch. You start tomorrow. Here's you know, lines. I'm a black woman. They can give me like a side piece. Like, you know. Give me a little choir lady. Dance in a skirt. Yeah, put her up in a skirt. <laughs> she got it. She got it. All right, let's do this. I'm coming over to you. Okay, let's do it. You need to protect yourself and protect other people. That's the corner of protection. Pro- okay, one, I just need to point something out. Wait, is but- this about sex? Is this another no. Aneke sexy corner? No, I've been but okay. just to, just to kind of tell our listeners how the sausage is made, we are over Skype right now looking at each other, and we, we came are. up with a signal that's like, at 13 minutes, James is going to do this dance. Why did you start off the whole thing with the dance dance? Oh, I was just wrapping up. <laughs> I was practicing. I was making sure the sig- you could see my signal and that everything. I got all panicked. You know. I was like, oh my God, uh, I just started. <laughs> You're like, oh, welcome to my quarter. All right, thanks, everybody. Okay, pass it off to you, James. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Aneke. All right, let's get into it. Just kidding. Okay, okay. So, protect right. yourself, protect other people corner. So, one... I am a librarian. Yes, you are. As some of you may know. And when you work in a school, you have to do drills. You do an earthquake drill. You do a fire drill. And most recently, because of all the horrible things that have been going on that we're going to talk about, Mm -hmm. we do an active shooter drill. Wow. And I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily get the training for active shooter drills Unless you work at a school or a responsible office. Ooh. And a lot of these things do happen at schools, but as we know with Pulse, they happen in real life situations. Movie theaters, as well. churches, nightclubs, any and everywhere. So I thought, why not share some of this information with you guys? So you can, it's horrible. I hate it. It's depressing. But if this stuff is happening, y'all need to protect yourselves as well. So that's the first half of this, okay? Oh. Thanks, Nike. Yeah. So I got this from, um, it's called Active Shooter, How to Respond by Homeland Security. So this is from the oh. source. This is from the Govs or men. Wow. They should actually be mailing everybody pamphlets or something, too. And right? Like, there should be videos. We should, I mean, everybody, this is, like, as important as, like, those nuclear drills. They need to, to do. laminate this, and they need to post it on everybody's door. Yeah. Everybody needs it. And it's kind of simple stuff, but it's things that you don't necessarily think about. So I'm just I'm letting you all know this is simple. This is pretty easy to remember. So let's run through it. So basically, what's an active shooter? An individual actively engaging in killing or attempting to kill people in a confined or populated area. Scary. I don't like it, but it is. So step one, you need to be aware of your environments and possible dangers of that environment, okay? So when you walk into a room, if you're walking into a situation, you need to think, like, okay, um, let me just take a good look around. What's dangerous? Is there a fire over there? Is there a sharp object over there? What is going on? Just be aware of your surroundings. So every room you walk into, always also know your exits and stuff, too. That's number two. Number two. Oh, sorry, jumping the gun. (laughs) That's good. Take note of the nearest exit in any facility you visit, which is what I do all the time because I'm always trying to leave a party early. So you need to go. (laughs) (laughs) 
You need to look for those doors. <laughs> so, just so you know, when you invite Aneke over to your barbecue, when she's hugging you, she's looking, I am looking for, for her exits. Escape. She's like, oh, look at that backyard, <laughs> that, that latches. Oh, I can hop over that fence. That window's open. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> Smart, smart, and okay, kids enjoy. You know, but when I was at the gym today, I had the same thought. I was at this gym mm-hmm. and I saw the closet, the supply closet door open. Mm-hmm. And my mind is now thinking of like, okay, if someone were to come in here and start shooting, mm. I would run into this closet door. And then I would lay on the ground. That's good. And then I would lock my lock the door. But then it's like, do I keep the door open waiting for someone else to also get in here? Is that fucked up that I didn't wait? Let's go through the list because you're, you are okay. asking some good questions that a lot of people are thinking about. One thing I do want to point out about the exits, though, especially in situations like a club or a dark room, dark areas, please take note of where you need to go. Even outside of, of scary active shooter things, like if there is... Um, a fire, if there is drunken people getting too drunk. Just know how to get out of those dark situations that aren't easily able to navigate. Navigable, navigate. Sure. Two, we're not, we're almost getting to your closet situation. (laughs) But My my closet situation, back in the closet I go. So that was number two. So number three, if you're in an office or if you are um, at the gym and you see a closet um, or you are in, let's say you work at the gym and you're going to go pick up some protein or whatever from the closet and then something happens, secure yourself in there, you know? Um, yeah. Like, if you were to go into the closet and you're worried about other people, just make sure the people that are in your vicinity can come in and then secure mm-hmm. that door. Close that door, put a chair in front. At the high school that I used to work at, they would literally make us put tables in front of the door to, like, mm-hmm. learn how to do that. So you put a table in front of the door so it's not easy to open. You want to put as many obstacles in front of the door as you can so the shooter can't come in. Right. If you're in a hallway or near a room, go in that room and secure the door. Basically, you know, you just want to be out of view and protect yourself, mm-hmm. okay? And then the last resort, and yeah. I really hate this one. I mean, I do. But I, in everything that I've ever seen, it's always on there. Every video that I've been subjected to watch or everything that they always say this. They go, as a last resort, like, if you are, if it's just, like, you and the shooter at close range and you can't go anywhere, you need to protect yourself and try to take the shooter out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is terrifying. None of us are Rambo. No. Like, that is, like, so scary. But basically what they're trying to say, and this is Homeland Security, they're like, if if you are trapped, you need to do as much as you can to um, incapacitate the shooter. Yeah. Knock him or her out, yell a lot, throw things, take out the legs, just basically turn into, and I'm not trying to be funny about this, but turn into, like, a wild animal right to use that 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 lizard instinct that you have yeah and protect yourself yeah isn't that interesting that this is literally what it's come to because it's it's fascinating because i know in our parents day and age this was mass shooters like this it just wasn't school shootings didn't happen didn't happen happen. you and i grew up with columbine like it just was a thing and it just has, has, has spread out since there and it's only gotten worse I know, we've had two major shootings happen within less than a year of each other. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I forget, Michael Moore said, I think when, the time it had happened, I'll, I'm, I, by the time, the sh I think it was like the 169th day of the year, mm. and there'd already been like 172 mass shootings of this year. Ugh. Like, in any, I think a mass shooting's like anytime more than a few people, like one or two people are shot and killed. Mm -hmm. But it's like, shit, like, I thank you for providing this information, because I often think, like, I mean, I just... I've all I always think about guns. Yeah, <laughs> always. Unless I'm over in Europe, I'm not thinking about guns anymore because no one really has them. Right. But they're just like as there's like a million ways for me to be shot and killed in my own goddamn country. I know. I can either be shot and killed by the KKK. Mm -hmm. I can get shot and killed by the police. Mm -hmm. I can get shot and killed by terrorists. Mm -hmm. I can get shot and killed by a random dude with a gun. Right. Like it's. A million ways to be shot and killed in my own goddamn country. I know, it's ridiculous. So protect yourself. I mean, yeah, we're, we're looking at different legislation. We're looking at different bills. We're looking at different ways. But first and foremost, everybody needs to first and foremost learn how to protect themselves. When you're driving in a car, you can't help if other people are drunk driving. You can't help if other people are texting mm. and driving. You need to drive defensively. So what I'm saying, and it's depressing, but it's true, you need to live a little defensively, too. That's true. Thank you for, you know, yeah. that's true. Okay. Live defensively, just being aware. Yeah. So now I want to run through something a little bit more positive, if you don't mind. Super, because my, my, my corner is going to bring it down. Okay. So bring it up. Okay. Because I'm going to bring it down. So the second part, protect yourself, but protect other people. So now I'm a straight ally, and I feel like a lot of straight allies are probably after Pulse or thinking like, oh my God, what do I do? Because first and foremost, I want to talk about that this thing that happened at Pulse is a homophobic event. All right. This is purely based on hate against the LGBT community. And we straight mm -hmm. allies need to take this opportunity to support our fellow brothers and sisters out there in the world. And I'm just going to run through this list really quickly. So if you are a straight ally like me and you are thinking, like, what can I do to help this situation? Let me break it down for you. OK, break it down. thank you. First, yeah. be there to talk and give hugs. Just be there to talk. Check in. If you have a friend that needs some love right now, share that love. But first and foremost, don't try and talk over your gay friends because this is not your issue. This is their issue. So they need to let them express and don't you try to equate it with whatever is going on right now because this is not your issue. So there's that. Two, be vocal of support in straight communities. Now, this is super important. You can be as vocal as you want when you're hanging out in the gay club with your friends, but when you are surrounded by other straight people, that is the most pertinent time to be supportive of the LGBT community. Three, ample... Yeah, because... Yeah. Sorry, just jump in. Can you mind if I jump in here? Just because, yeah, kind of like what I was saying earlier about, you know, these... If you're with your friends and they're just sort of joking around about, you know, faggots and... Uh, you know, dykes and da da da. Your straight friends, you know, it just it dehumanizes this group of people. Say something. And so, yeah, I mean, there's a motto here in New York: if you see something, say something. And that usually applies to like empty bags on, <laughs> like bags just being left on the subway train. Yeah. But it's true, just in general. You see something, say something. Yes. Because again, like these things don't just pop out of nowhere. These are these events have been built up over time. They're stewing and, and brewing. Yeah. 
So say something, straight people. Okay, so amplify the voices of the LGBT community, especially, and I don't know how to say this, but they have it with the Latin with the X. So, like, it isn't Latino or Latina. It's the both Latino and Latina communities. Like Xtina? Kind of. (laughs) It's Xtina Aguilera? (laughs) (laughs) They're saying everybody needs to be Xtina? (laughs) No! It's just, I think it's a way of, like, combining both. It's making it not gender-specific. Oh, fun. Yeah. So it is, like, Xtina. Awesome. She was ahead of the game. She was. She she knew. So amplify the voices. So retweet articles, retweet, or retweet tweets, share articles, post on Facebook. It's because um, this happened in Latin night, too. So let's raise these voices up. Um, confirm- yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Like, it's not just, I mean, this was a specific, not only was this LGBT, but this was a specific secular group of the LGBT community that was targeted. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a specific, it was Latin night. Mm-hmm. Like, this was very specific. So I think, I just want to make sure that everyone is also just aware of that as well. Yes. Um, like we were talking about before, confront homophobic and transphobic people in your life. And I know confront sounds intense, but it could be as easy as, hey, don't say that. Hey, that makes me feel weird. Hey, I don't know if I, I don't agree with that. So, because that's... Or, hey, go fuck yourself. Well, there's that. Yes. <laughs> Always an option to you. I yes. mean... Right. But as long as you make it clear that you don't accept that type of behavior around yourself, that will give people pause. Because if you are silent about it, it means you are condoning it and you are, you know, you're essentially just letting that thing grow. You are essentially just letting it grow. You are, might as well just be watering it yourself. Right. And then there's my two last points. Give blood. Because there was a crisis after this event that they needed blood And when you are giving blood, I want you to take note of some of the biases that are still in our country. True, marriage equality is now the law of the land, but it is still a law that men who have had sex with other men have restrictions on how and when they can give blood. December 21st, 2015, the law changed from men who have had sex with other men never being able to give blood to a year, which is stupid. Like, if you haven't had sex with a man in a year, which is dumb because most humans, unless you're asexual, you know, we're gonna, we can talk about that or you're just not sexually active or whatever. But right. generally, people are having sex throughout the year because they're mm-hmm. humans and it's a normal thing to do. It's, if you're an adult you have sex. That's just yeah. the way it is. I'm sorry. It's not a surprise. So to say... Ain't nothing oh, to apologize about that. Do it. Fuck each other. Do it. But, you know, the Red Cross needs to apologize because that restriction is stupid because it's all about the AIDS panic, which was back in the 80s. Now we know that hella straight people got AIDS too, so it's a dumb restriction to have that only against men who are having sex with other men. And that was just made in 2015... So let's take a look at the laws. Go donate some blood if you're a straight ally, because you can, because you don't have that whole stigma against you. And on top of that, vote. Because see this law that just got into place? People that we voted for to put into legislation 
are enacting this. Mm -hmm. So go and vote. Yeah, you know, you can talk about your Bernies and your Hillarys until you turn blue, but there's your local legislation, there's your senators, there's your judges, there's your district representatives. Those are the people that are putting into laws that will directly affect you and Electoral College won't be affecting it. So... Totally. Do that. Use your power. Yeah, I mean, I just generally, and this is, I just caught up on the scandal, and we might talk about this later, but I just generally feel like, sometimes I feel like the Senate and the House of Representatives are just so fucking useless. They are two of the most useless branches, I feel like, I, I they just sit and they argue, and they just hold these power positions, and, and nothing, nothing really comes up of it. Which is why you have to make them, you have to make them do things. Like, otherwise, they're just going to continue to sit there. They can hold office for as long as you want. And I think in general as well, I think we're all guilty of this, these shootings happen, happening. We've all, we've created this. Why can't we stand up to the NRA? Why are they are a minority in this country? Why are Mm. they so powerful? And what is it going to take? Is it going to take you and I to get gunned down or for people to like, you know, it just feels like it just keeps getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to home. And I'm terrified Mm. and I'm scared. Mm -hmm. It just, it keeps getting so close. And I think that we need to take to the streets and we need to just, we need to call up our politicians. We have to, we're not doing enough because they can't be more powerful than us. They can't, Mm -hmm. but we're Mm -hmm. letting them control everything. I know. That's why I'm saying we need to go out and vote and vote people who will protect us and be like our Elizabeth Warrens, our Bernie Sanders, who are actually trying to make a difference in the Senate. And call, so I, let's vote more people like that into power. Absolutely. And call up the politicians who are, in, you know, write a letter, write an email to your senator, your member of Congress or whatnot. Otherwise, like if we continue to do nothing, then we're just saying that we're OK with this and that. Let's just keep armoring up and keep learning these defense techniques. Um, everything, Orlando was preventative. Sandy Hooks mm-hmm. was pre- preventative. The, you know, mm-hmm. Charleston Massacre was preventative. Like, you know, these, mm-hmm. these, these huge military-grade weapons, there's no, there's no reason for anyone to have those. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, well, that is my corner. Oh, also, I just want to see how easy it is to get a gun in this country. My costume designer, who's also a costume designer for Beyonce, I said it. Oh, my God. Uh, she's also worked with Madonna. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm my God. Fan. Yeah. So she said that, like, her... Well, I'm not going to say her name. But she said that her ex-husband, um, he was super angry, and he went and got a gun. He just went to a mm-hmm. gun show and got a gun. And then she was he was just angry and just went to a gun show and got a gun. Which is yeah. why there should be at least a waiting period, because if I'm angry, I should not be able to get a gun that easily. Right. You are chomping at the bit to your corner, so let's go to your corner. <laughs> oh, I'm not even talking about this in my corner. I'm talking about Oh, you're not? Things. Not. I'm not talking about cut control specifically, but... Um, oh. oh, because I... Fuck this yeah, because... I wasn't talking about, well, I think my stuff, I guess, is kind of adjacent to it. It's just more like, you know, protect yourself, protect other people. And then maybe we could prevent these things from happening. We totally can. Take the streets. All right. All right. Well, are you pushing me into my corner? I feel like I'm getting pushed No, I'm not. Because my corner is done. We could either just sit here and, you know. Well, that's a great segue. All right. Coming up next, it's my corner. (laughs) Let's do it. 
Let's go. It's the Orlando News Roundup. Ooh, let's go. James, I'm in your corner. Hold on to your butts. Okay, so I my I took a I took a break from a lot of the news that was happening. I, you know, you let me know. I was in Fire Island with my boyfriend, and we yes. were with each other when Aneke informed us of what happened, and um, we sort of grieved and mourned and, and processed together. And I just kind of take a break from um, everything because you gotta self care, gotta take care of yourself. Super important. And I, I've now jumped back into it, and there's just a lot of stories and information that I just want to share with all the listeners out there. Um, something that you said that, you know, this is an act of hate. It's, you know, some pundits want to focus on, you know, the terrorism aspect of it. And okay, but this was a very specific group of people that were targeted. Yeah. In the name of an organization that he had barely any contact with. So this is almost like, it's like a burrito of fucked up shit in the world. This whole event. I know. You know, it's sure. It's okay. Fine. It's terrorism. Yeah. It's, you know homophobia yes it's you know gun issues yes mental issues as well this guy clearly not you know mental health in our country it's just all of these things right that have and and, you know it's funny it's like if you want to call this a terrorist act then you also have to call the charleston massacre that happened with the black church that's also a terrorist act because that guy was doing it in the name of kkk exactly why we still do not recognize the kkk as a terrorist organization in this country that, like, and you want to say freedom of speech, then that's fine. Then, you know what? Then ISIS has freedom of speech in this country, then, too. It's true. KKK is, is especially a terrorist group. That that should be the number one terrorist group of America right now. That we should be trying to eradicate. It's right. not, like, uh, uh, there's a, there's, uh, you know, there, freedom of speech, sure, but it's got to come to limits because we have to be able to live peacefully if the whole point of a country is going to mm-hmm. live peacefully with each other, then it's, it comes with limits. And, and It's so true. It doesn't it com- make sense if, if freedom of speech protects one group more than others. Yeah, and this freedom of assembly, like I think it should not be able to do physical harm to other groups of people. So, um, well, the first story that I want to read with, um, the, I want to lead off with, um, and I think over the course of the next few weeks, there's a lot of victims, and I, I, I want to um, pay tribute to as many as we possibly can. So yes. maybe over the course of the next few weeks, I might mention a little bit uh, here and there, because I don't want to, you know, just read all 50 of them, because you will just be crying for the rest of the hour. And um, let's also face it, if we do one per week, that's a whole year, which is disgusting. I, let's understand and I'm, that. I'm okay, like, you know, this being a year of paying tribute to these these. Folks, no, me too. Know? I just want to point out, like, how many people it is. Like, Jesus. Yeah, huge. I mean, this was the worst gun attack in modern day history. It's 2016, mm-hmm. you know? Ugh. So, there was the story that I came across, uh, 49-year-old Brenda Lee Marquise McCool. Mm-hmm. She was a mother. She was there. She's mm-hmm. such a cool mom. She was there with her 21-year-old gay son, Aww. Isaiah Henderson. She yeah. went out with him. Um, she is a two-time cancer survivor and wow. a mother of 11. Wow. She saw the gunman coming, mm-hmm. and she saw she saw the, she saw him point the gun, and she said, um, "Get down to Isaiah." And she got in front of her son. Oh my god. Um, 
she was a, she did not survive. She was a brave woman, and um, they were all night hoping that she was going to arrive uh, in the hospital. This mother protected her young son. She was out there wow. with her son, being a proud mom. You know, the thing that killed... I mean, this woman, like, survived cancer. Twice. She be gunned down Ugh. in a, a senseless act. And she was out in... Um, Florida celebrating Puerto Rican Day. She oh. usually celebrates it in New York, where she's from, and she came out, you know, just to be there with her son. Oh my God! How? Ugh. Um, there's another story of a survivor, Angel Angel Cologne. There's a, a Good Morning America did a segment of him being reunited with the police officer Omar Delgado, who saved him from mm. the wreckage from, oh, the, wow. from the from the moment. And he talks about, like, his story is, you know, he was saying his goodbyes. It was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. He was saying his goodbyes to his friends. Mm. And that's when they started to hear the shot. The shots. He got shot in his leg. Oh, my God. He went down. The girl next to him went down. And then the shooter had left the room, and he thought he was okay. Mm. And then the shooter came back and just started shooting all the bodies on the ground to make sure that they were um, not going to get up. He got shot three times. Oh my God. The girl next to him had gotten shot and the police officer came in and, uh, the guy left the room again Mm. and the police officer came in and like dragged him out of the room and seeing him reunite with the officer that, you know, um, saved his life was really beautiful. That's a good story. I'm glad that it's nice to hear positive stories about police officers in these events too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, not all cops are, you know, although there was a story just recently here in New York, some kid got shot 30 times by the police. Oh, God. And that's still happening. Um, and then the last one that I want to, last story of, um, that I want to read for today about mm-hmm. two of the victims. Yeah. Um, Juan Ramon Guerrero, who's 22, and Christopher Drew Leonin, 32. Um, they had planned to get married, and they will now be buried together at the same uh, funeral service. Fuck. Um, fuck, 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 his fuck. Sis- Their sister said that it was fitting that they would die together. What's really crazy about this is that um, these are friends of a friend of mine. Who, really? Um, no, from an LGBT conference that I went... Yeah, I've been seeing his post about that. Because he grew up in uh, Florida, and so he, he knew this specific couple, so... Um, and when I see the pictures of all of these young, you know, variety of different ages, I look at these people and I'm like, I know them. I've, I've, I've gone out to Latin night before and I, you know, dance with them. And I've, you know, yeah. I, it just hits so terrifyingly close to home. And yeah. I feel like almost every day I'm just waiting to be shot and killed. Oh, God. So moving on, I have a big thank you to Senator Chris Murphy for his filibuster of 15 oh. hours about gun violence prevention to Republicans in the Senate. Mm. And then the, Senate's ag- the Senate has now agreed to vote on background checks and closing the terror gap. They've just now agreed to vote on, on background checks and closing the terror gap. Okay, so when you say that they agreed to vote, that means that so, no decision has come up, but they have decided to put it up for... A vote. Okay, okay. Yeah. God, it's complicated. Politics is complicated. Fuck it. And it takes and it takes forever for anything to get Jesus. done. I say put it up to the vote put it up to the vote of the people and get it done. The Supreme Court is actually going to be meeting to talk about this. Mm. I believe way more in the Supreme Court than the Supreme Court gets shit done. They just get it done. The They're just Court. like, yes, no, all right. Put it in. Yep. Yeah. Do it. It's just boom, done. Fucking just take it to the Supreme Court. Like 
the Senate and the House just take forever. And you know what? And everybody wants to talk about, like, you know, they're like, oh, this is just the way, not everybody, but these, you know, gun rights activists are like, they're going to take away all of our guns. No. And, you know, here's the thing is that, like, that's why we have, you know, our country, as, as, as fucked up and weird as it is, mm-hmm. the system of checks and balances is actually pretty dope. Yeah. Like, there can never be one swing of power in any direction. Like, people are, it was, the, the right to bear arms was in case the government got too crazy and too controlling and, and, and you had the ability to fight back. And because we couldn't afford to pay an army at the time. Right. So if there was an attack, you needed to be able to go and defend your country. Right. Well, we have an amazing military now. Right. So don't need to go, I don't need to, I don't need to start the minority corner militia. I don't need to. No, God, no. And we the would, country oof. can't, like, we have a system of checks and balances. So it's time to evolve past this, like, 200 plus old right. law. The thing I don't get is the whole assault weapons. Like, sure, okay, you like to go out and, like, shoot clay pigeons with a rifle or you, you know, have an antique musket why do you need an assault weapon that shoots, like, multiple rounds at a time? Like, what are you doing? Like, no. you don't need that for anything. If for you if a burglar comes in, that is ridiculous. Because you're probably going to shoot innocent bystanders. There's no reason you're not trained in this. There's no reason for you to need a fucking assault weapon. And speaking of muskets, I am in favor of everyone... Just moving to muskets. If you're gonna have a gun, have a musket. <laughs> just get a musket. Because you have to reload that shit. And like, you know, just gives more time. Um, and then I was out with my boyfriend. My boyfriend and I went to therapy. Oh, good. That's healthy. The the bar in New York. Oh, oh. Well, sure. For some much drink, needed little... therapy. But you know, <laughs> it was good. amazing. We went to this amazing drag show. If you're in New York, go to therapy. They are top notch. It's like a drag queen lounge. It's amazing. And I'm mm-hmm. there with my boyfriend. We're sitting before the show, and I kiss him. And I just had this quick panic and thought of like looking around this mm-hmm. room, and there's all these gays here. And I just thought, like, oh my God, like. There were people who kissed their boyfriend the la- that last time before the shooter came in. You know, like it's it's horrific. And and I, so I had this moment ugh. of panic just being in there. Yeah. And and it was interesting because then the drag queens they came out, uh, Pixie Alvarado or something I think, and this other drag queen. It was a Latina drag queen and a black drag queen did a show called The Help. Super cute. Mm. Amazing. No, stop it. They stop were so good, that. so good. <laughs> And I kissed my boyfriend and I just, you know, I'm thinking, what if? And I start to panic. And she started the show off with just like, I am so proud of each and every one of you who came out here tonight. You know, you were out here not living in fear. This is a form of activism in our, of ourselves to be out, continue to celebrate and to, to be free and to, to go out. And that was just, That's I'm so glad good. she mentioned that because I was literally thinking I'm terrified. And then she came out yeah. and... and Reaffirmed. But I'm scared. I mean, like, there was a guy who tried in L.A. to... He was trying to bring some bomb and some shit to the L.A. Pride event. Yep, I heard about that. You know, my boyfriend's in Amsterdam, and they have Euro Pride this year in, in Amsterdam, and they have a, a lot more, you know, um, fanatics over in Europe than, than we do here. Um, although, again, this guy was born and bred in America, so there's that. I know. It's scary. Um, it's just a scary... It's... <sighs> Man... I have no words. And the FBI has totally... Everyone was saying that, like, oh, maybe this guy was a closeted homosexual. The FBI has discounted that. That that was not... They don't think that's true at all. Um, Someone was like, I saw him on a gay dating app. And it 
was not him. And he was, the times he went to that bar, he was casing the joint. Like, he knew that place very well. It's sick. It's just sickness to me. How how people can hate so much. It's... Um, oh, blah, blah, blah. So, also, so there is a, you know, there's a, you know, I said, like, you know, there's a fear of, like, copycats right. out there. Um, there was this guy in Bushwick, New York. He was at this gay bar with his girlfriend, got into an argument, was thrown out. His name is Justin Rice. I'm looking at you, calling you out. 40 years old. Yeah. And he started yelling, you fucking faggots, I'm going to shoot this place up and get my 50 just like Orlando. I'm going to come back Orlando style. Like, go fuck yourself. Here's the thing. I can't... Okay. I'm going to take a... uh, If you are with someone and they are exhibiting undercurrent emotions like this and you don't agree with it, curb it. Tell them to stop it. If you are the girlfriend, say, I don't agree with this. Stop it. If you are a wife Mm -hmm. and you hear shit like this... Tell them I I hate this. Stop it. This is not okay. Because like even this guy's like I'm gonna say like everybody the shooter like his family. It's not a surprise. No one was really. So he had exhibited hateful behavior towards this group of people. He had mm. been violent. The FBI had been investigating him before. He also the FBI was warned about this guy. He tried to go buy a bunch of guns and an armor and was asking about a lot of crazy questions to this one gun shop. And the gun shop was like, um, no, good. You sound like you're going to go do something crazy. That's a response. And they warned the FBI and then the FBI did nothing. Ugh. See, that's a responsible gun shop. I am. I'm happy with that gun shop. Yeah. That makes me feel like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Guns. Okay. Sure. Fair enough. There is a Craigslist ad that... There's just been all kinds of things. I'm not going to go into all the details, but there's been Craigslist ads of people trying to post about them wanting to get rid of us, you know, queers. Mm. There's been tweets God, of people saying at least, this was, at least this wasn't innocent people this time. I mean, the hate is disgusting. just absolutely out there. Even Geraldo Rivera said that, oh, no. you know... <laughs> I remember he used to have a talk show. I didn't know he was crazy back... Like, he's... I know, he held that undercurrent until, like, about ten years ago when it came up. Um, yeah, he used to just have, like, God. funny, like, things of, like, I'm cheating on you, and that sort of stuff, and Gerardo. Yeah, like, he's... Asshat. I'm putting him in the corner. Yeah. Gerardo Rivero. I agree. Uh, I agree. He pretty much said, um, you know, that, like, he said that they didn't fight back hard enough. No! What? He says that, you know, we're at How war with you... Islam, and you've got to be prepared, and, uh, he said that they did not fight hard enough. And Pat um... Robertson... Said, oh, Lord. Pretty much went and said, like, you know, this is the liberals' fault because we harbor mus- Muslims and homosexuals and we're pretty much having a big fight within ourselves. And he said, the best thing to do is let us sit on the sidelines and kill it, and kill themselves. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? He said that? Yes. Disgusting. That's so much hate-fueled rhetoric. And also, let's just point out, the shooter was American. Let's, yes. let's really, let's focus on that. Kind of, I mean, you he, know? he could have said that he did this in any, he would have claimed it for any group. He could have said he did it for the KKK. He could have said that he did it for Walmart. Like, right. he could have said whatever, you know? Ugh, disgusting. I hate people who come into the mix who have a platform that just promote hate, but in a way that they can twist words where it isn't just outright burning crosses on people's on Absolutely. yards. Like, Pat, Pat Robertson, Geraldo Rivera, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you guys, really. Um, 
And then I want to, uh, on a more, I'm going to curve it towards a more positive note. I will end on a pie with little, little positive touches I'd like to sprinkle yeah. here. I'm, I'm ready. There's a random act of kindness that happened here in New York. Uh, <laughs> Alexander Pena and his partner Jeff got this mm-hmm. note from a waitress while they were eating a they were eating at a restaurant. Oh, and the okay. note said, "Have a great night." Humanity showed its worst this weekend, so it just felt right to do something nice today. And their bill was paid by this mother who was with her young son. Aww. She the couple was very affectionate. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, they. She was. She was like, "Oh, they're gay." Like she just, you know. It wasn't they, just they, like two best friends, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> like they were like they were thanks. a couple. <laughs> no, she knew. She yeah. knew, and she um, paid for the dinner. And so, you know, when you were talking about this earlier, and I would encourage our allies out there, like uh, the LGBT community is like, this is this is, uh, it's. Let's take care of each other. We need your help and support. Like, that's such a beautiful, wonderful act of kindness in the same way of, um, you know, during the Black Lives Matter things that are happening. Um, yes. Allies, like, take think about, you know, your your, your LGBT brothers and sisters. They're, we're going through a lot right now. So, yes. Um, Show your like support. You yeah, even just little nice things, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and so around the world, we've been seeing a lot of beautiful... Um, you know, candlelight vigils, like, all around the world. Uh, the mayor of Orlando, um, even he said, you know, we've witnessed uh, candlelights in honor of, 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 of the victims from, you know, land, London chanting, Orlando, we got your back, to the Coliseum so in Rome. The Eiffel Tower was lit up in rainbow colors. Oh, that's um, beautiful. In Latin America, since, you know, this was a Latin night, the Latin America's been giving their uh, vigils and things too. But in Moscow, two guys were arrested for mm. um, participating in a vigil. Because, you know, you can't promote, like, gay things there. What the fuck? That's so fucked up. And so the last thing I want to do, I always like to read celebrity, like, I always like celebrity reactions. Yeah. Is that weird? I'm always curious of, like, what are the celebrities saying? Because there's just something about, I don't know, you just, they're like a, a mom. I don't know. There's something comforting, like, knowing that the celebrities know that real human things are happening to you. Yeah, because they live above the fray. They're, like, eating caviar and, like, gold-plated planes. Yes, and you know who has been on point who? with her tweets? Kim Kardashian West. What? I have never cared about her. Exactly. I just want to read. <laughs> I am in love with her now. I'm all what? about Kim K. That she, is so surprising to me right her now. Her tweets came in. She wrote, I'm truly at a loss for words. Everyone in Orlando affected by this massacre. My thoughts, loves, and prayers are with you. And then she did mm-hmm. another tweet. Like, she kept, like, just tweeting what was ever coming to her mind. And she put, like, mm-hmm. rainbow hearts. And then oh, okay. this next one has a million exclamation points. She was like, nothing has changed. People continue wow. to senselessly die. When will these gun laws be changed? Exclamation points, question marks, galore. All right. And then she All goes right. on. She's like, we have repeatedly called on Congress to close this loophole that makes it easy, loophole that makes it easily, easy for dangerous people to get guns and kill. Under mm. current federal law, people on terror watch list can legally buy guns. This is called the terror gap. Like, Kim K. West. She's, hey, she's, you know, I gotta give her some props sometimes. Sometimes she uses her weird, rando platform for good. Yeah, she dies. Um, she dies. So, um, 
I, I'll post the link. There's like a million celebrity responses and, and tweets. I loved what Obama said. Um, That's so good. Uh, yeah. Lynn Emanuel, whatever guy. Um, you know, love is love is love is love. I yeah. I think that this is I I, you know, I'm so on the fence. I'd be interesting to see what what the country makes of this. I thought after Sandy Hooks, I was sure that we would get some some changes and. And that was elementary school babies who were shot up and nothing happened. Nothing! But don't you fuck with the LGBT community. We have been around for centuries, mm -hmm. since the dawn. Yes. They have tried to get rid of us time and time again, and you will not. And we get shit, we're gonna get shit done. Yes. We band together, and we're gonna get fucking shit done. So this year at Pride, everyone just really, um, happy Pride. Yes. Uh, I think more than ever, you know, we've talked about earlier how... Are Pride festivals still needed or necessary? Clearly, more than ever. Let this year really be about, you know, the, the, the activism that it's really about. It's so much more than just getting out there, getting fucked up. I'm talking to you high school girls who just show up there with your underage rainbow boobies and it's weird for everybody. It's true. It's weird. <laughs> underage rainbow boobies? They do, and it's uncomfortable. And then they get weirded out because there's a naked dude standing next to him. Like, y'all, this is his event. Let right. Be naked. Be an get ally. Yes. Absolutely. You know, so that's... My heart goes out still to, to Orlando. Um, mm -hmm. I just... I feel like it's another... We're just... Right around the corner is the next... Like, I know this sounds very grim, but just where I am right now, we're right around the corner from the next terrible massacre that we're going to end up having to spend an episode to talk about. No, it is not grim, James. I think that you are speaking the truth, and that's how we need to think about it. We need to think about how it is literally can happen any day. Yep. And we need to protect ourselves. We need to protect each other. We need to support one another. We need to promote positive stories. And we need to, we need to fucking end this shit because it's getting... We out of control. We need to shut this down. We just need, we need to love each other. And that's what it comes back to is love each other. So it is like in the, you know, the jokes you make or the conversations you're having, like if you don't like someone, that's fine. But you like, then, then don't look at them or don't go near them. Like there's no, there's just such not a need to want to murder and kill anybody. And if you're right. doing it in the name of some, something like some God or deity or something that's telling you to do that, you need to go get some help. Question that it. That sounds like inner voices and a demon Question in your head. I don't know it. what religion that you think would allow you to, to spread such hate and destruction. It should be all about love. And I think underlying every religion, even if you're not religious, every human being, we all have this, this energy of love. And that's what we all really, really want. Exactly. So the world could use a lot more love. So let's let's actively work to love each other that much more harder and say i love you that much more because it 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 does save lives and it, we can turn this around um and maybe we won't need all this body armor and, and whatnot it's so true i love you james i love you too and i, I love you dearly and i, I love all, all of our listeners and yeah. i just um i love this community that we have so love to all of you and and, and love each other yeah I agree. Shall we go to our Quizlet corner? Ooh, some Quizlet. Just more about Orlando. I am so. okay. Oh, okay. Buckle up. Okay, <laughs> I'm buckled up. You're like, okay, right. okay, let's do it. <laughs> She's got all of her safety belts on. All of them. Snap, 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 snap. 
Look at her. She's safe. Look how safe she is. She's protected. I'm a crash test dummy. <laughs> you ain't no crash test. You're a crash test lovely, sexy, uh, I'm a, badass work I'm a bitch. crash test smarty. <laughs> there you go. I see you. Crash test smarty. Well played. Oh, thanks, James. I'm telling you, I'm Jennifer Hudson. Here's a purse. <laughs> I'm sexy and deserter. Get out of here, Beyonce. I, I am FMA. Eat the cake. Oh my god, you gotta listen to this and she's gonna hate us. Uh, <laughs> no, come on and you can defend yourself, uh, Jennifer Hudson, and help me with my one-man show called Jennifer Hudson. A play by James. <laughs> yes. Actually, the theater that I'm doing my show in, it's like a very typical, like, small New York theater that you're just like, when you sit in and the audience, you're like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? Oh, no. But my scene, my play is really good. Everyone is really loving it. I take you to the emotional depths of things. There's a plot twist. Oh it's a ten God. minute play. It's a plot twist. There's a love story. I just take. I wish I could see it. It's the second, yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. You'll see my show this summer. You'll be there. Yes. You can go with my yes, boyfriend. Yes, because you're gonna be, be having a show out here. I Yay. am. I'm gonna be having a show. All right, here we go. Quiz at corner. This is uh, more just Orlando themed. So. Okay. All right. I don't know this for sure, but I think one of these is not true. Just continuing the tradition of wackadoodle rules of Quizlet Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the fun in Quizlet Corner. You never, it, there can be a plot twist in the middle. Yeah, but It's I like mean, a reality TV show. The facts, where, you, like, don't even, <laughs> you don't even know them. You're like, maybe. I'm, I'm participating in the experience, what? too. You just, you just don't know. I'm surprised about my own okay. plot twist, too. So I think one of these is not true, and one of these has been proven false. So you're trying to... F- <laughs> There's five. Okay, so okay. one of these is, tr- is not true. No, one of these is false, and one of these has been proven to be false. Okay, all right. So, there are three truthful things. And two of them so are weird. Okay, so there are three that are for reals true, two yes. that are just bizarro weirdo. The weirdo or t- twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. number one. Okay. Atlanta man says he'll turn two local gay bars into the next Orlando. Ew. Creepy. Number two. Campaign in West Hollywood of posters with the gay flag saying hashtag shoot back. Oh, that's okay. Oh. Number three, the Worsboro Baptist Church found the tragedy so terrible that they agreed to not protest the funerals of Orlando victims. I'm side-eyeing that one. Because <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> oh, I already read... Oh, this one's already true. I already announced this one. Gun shop owner warned FBI about the Orlando shooter. Whoopsie, oh, give yeah. it away. <laughs> <laughs> and last one... That's a uh, Number four... Number five, in a move surprising everyone, ISIS has been tweeting gay porn. Oh. Okay, okay, I know what it is, I know what it is, I know what okay. it is. Okay, all right. So, Anonymous hacked into ISIS's tweet, 
Twitter and they were tweeting gay porn. So that one is false. Oh, well, actually, I'm counting it as true because, I mean, technically ISIS, ISIS Twitter account was... Did do tweeting. it. Yeah. But it, you're right. But, it is... You're right. It was Anonymous, who I love Anonymous. They like yeah. they said they were going after ISIS, and they'll take them down. And what I also appreciate that Anonymous did is that they just used softcore gay porn because they didn't oh, want to okay. offend uh, the Muslim oh. community. Oh, so they I like just that. Used, because they have Muslim members within Anonymous, as mm-hmm. there's some, some Muslim members. So they just did uh, softcore and some mm-hmm. rainbow flags. That's and good. some pro-LGBTQ messages. So Oh, good. I love it. I love it. Take that, ISIS. So, so okay, yes, that, so that one's true-ish. It was true, but it was was it one of the weird true ones? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the Westboro Baptist Wackadoodles. They yes. were it sounds protected. like a softball. T- sounds like they're a softball team. I know. It does. I shouldn't the say Westboro that. Westboro Baptist sound, Wackadoodles. I agree. It makes them That's sound probably a little delightful, and I don't no, want to do that. I kind of like it, like the Wackadoodles. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. I'm a fan. The wackadoodles are playing. They were thwarted by quote unquote angels. People dressed <gasps> up in full like white outfits, like blocked them from the funerals. Yep, and that case on point. That's true. Yeah, it was the Orlando Shakespeare Theater and the Orlando Arts Community. Yeah, they built a wall of angel wings to uh, block them. And go yeah. fuck off, Westboro Baptist wackadoodles. They, they, they are like scrounging it is ridiculous it is ridiculous to me they they, they like protested some young girl's uh, funeral like years ago and she got That's when gross. That, that senator or whoever back in arizona got shot they were like protested some young girl's funeral why aren't there more people in that westboro community that are like wait a minute this is fucked up because they're like, all nuts it's right up there with scientology they're all fucking crazy Mm-hmm. All right, so you're doing good. I'm giving you all the points so okay. far. Okay. Um, dude who said that he was going to shoot up other gay bars? I feel like somebody would say some trolly shit like that on the internet, but wouldn't fulfill it. So... What happened was is that they think that his account was hacked. His name was uh... this one guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they think his ha- account was hacked. But, yeah, it's just so... It's. I mean... These copycats. I just don't know. Like, I can't help but be afraid. It's disgusting. I can't. I just can't help. I can't. I think it's... You know what? You need to turn that fear... We all need to turn our fear and anger into protecting ourselves, protecting others, and promoting these stories and getting shit done. And, yeah, working to get legislation changed so we don't have to be afraid. We have to, like... Exactly. Oh, I just I can't lose anyone to this, and I I don't want to get lost to this. No. Um, and then the last one that is true campaign in West Hollywood. Uh, yeah, there's just been posters that have been with gay flag on it, and it just says hashtag shoot back. So I don't, I mean, because Donald don't, Trump was I like feel conflicted about that. Though. Donald Trump was like everybody needs to have guns when they go to the nightclub, and even no. the NR, and even the <laughs> NR, which is because I'm gonna be drinking, and then you know That's someone the last steps thing on I my. Do. Someone steps on my pumas, and I might shoot him. Or I see right. someone looking at looking at my boyfriend, I might like, get a little. Right now, I'm just gonna dance off with someone. 
Right, but I would I prefer a dance-off over... Like, this is so bizarre to me, because I feel like years ago, it was like a thing. Like, oh, dangerous clubs with black people, they all have guns on them. Ooh, scary, that's dangerous. And now they're like, y'all should have had guns on you. Why didn't you have guns on you? Like, pick a, pick a fucking side, you guys. Right. Like, what the yeah. hell is going on? Well, they're fine with white people having guns, but, you know... Um, yeah, us, us brown folks, uh-oh. Yeah. Better watch so, out. <laughs> so, uh, you got it. You did it. You, yo. Yay. Oh, but even the NRA That's was sad. like, no, not everyone in clubs should have guns. Thank you. Finally, something normal was said. They crazy. I don't know. It's well, okay. And also, I do have to say that a lot of times the leadership are the crazy ones who are the mouthpieces for organizations. So if you find yourself a part of an organization, like let's say you have your musket and you're happy to have your musket. Get your but musket. You, but your leadership in the group that you're in that supports you having your musket is saying wackadoodle crazy shit. You should check it. Check it. Check it. Check that group and be like, listen, mm-hmm. I can have my musket and not be a part of this crazy group. Exactly. Because they want me to do crazy shit. So... Annie, get your musket. I just, I don't even know what a musket looks like. Oh, it's got like, it kind of looks like a trumpet. It's essentially a trumpet that shoots one round bullet at a time. And you gotta like jam it in there. <laughs> essentially, it's just a trumpet. And you just uh, play beautiful music with it. No. Uh, thanks, James. That was another rousing Quizlet corner. We'll close it up. All right, girl. Okay. here towards the end and just a few more things and okay we've been getting tweeted up oh my our twitter's God. blowing up blowing up i am so excited with all of our new listeners you guys are Yay. amazing you're so great yeah 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 yeah. so let's uh let's, let's read a few uh of our our shout outs let's give a few shout outs okay so i have to give props to jay mcginnis because he has been blowing us up on Twitter. He has been supporting us like crazy. He's been promoting us like crazy. He has yeah. been like the most awesome Twitter communication that I've had in a while. So thank you. Thank you. He's loving thank us. Thank you. He said he that said, we're funny and informative. I know. Can I say one thing that he said? Yeah. He goes, Dear Max Fun. Uh, Minority Corner is the smart and proud social justice warrior podcast that I am paying to hear. Thanks. What? Nice. Yeah. Loving that one. That was amazing. And then while we were recording, we got uh, Brian Vans posted on our Facebook wall. Yes. He wrote, hey guys, I just started listening and I've been marathoning for the past couple of days to get caught up. Great show and welcome to Maximum Fun. That's awesome. That's so nice. Thank, Thank you. You, guys, you like us. You really like us. The only person that I know that's marathoned us is my boyfriend. And so it's awesome yeah. to now our audience has increased from our friends and boyfriends. Yeah. And like, um, speaking of which, people are finally communicating with us on Twitter and on Facebook. Yes. We don't have to yell at you guys anymore. Thank For you. over a year, Thank we've been you. yelling at people to get involved in the conversation, like Lily Tomlin. Get involved in the conversation! And y'all are finally doing it, so we're going to stop yelling at you. Uh, and thank you now. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, thank you. So you can find us on Facebook, Minority Corner, and then um, our Twitter handle is at Minority Corner, and that 
corner is spelled with a K. Yes, because the C was taken. The C was taken, <laughs> yeah. Um, we've also got minoritycorner at gmail.com. Feel free to email us. Um, let us know things. We, we're here yes. to, to communicate and talk. And there's articles. Oh, oh my God. also, before we go, I just want to yeah. say, I, so I finally, so my, I finally had some downtime, finally. Oh, okay. And I watched 10 episodes of Scandal yesterday. <laughs> Did you feel like that you were, like, having a seizure? Because that shit is crazy. This season is so crazy. I think it's my favorite season. Season 5 is my favorite. Shit gets so crazy. And here's She's the thing. a it little crazy. Mess. She's a little too much crazy. on this one. Well, you would be, too, if you, like... What I like is they comment, without too many spoilers, they comment on the trauma that she experienced in season four, because she had some crazy trauma in season four, and then she it's was just true. like, back to work. She was like, it's da, true. da 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 wearing my white. And now, <laughs> she's not wearing any, she's wearing colors. She's yes. not wearing her white hat. She's wearing colors. She's k- killing people. We're talking about Jairs. Olivia Pope, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not talking about, like, a Nekke's, like, friend. Uh, Olivia Pope. But- She's not trusting her gut. She is trusting her chair. She is trusting that chair. Smash some faces in. She is being evil, kinda, kinda not. We don't know. She's like anti-heroing it up. She she she's, must have binged some Breaking Bad, or she, she started binge watching her sister's show, How to Get Away with Murder, because because <laughs> uh, Annalise Keating on that show is pretty much the, an anti-hero, and Olivia Pope is dipping in that bag but yeah, i love it like since season two the show's always been about like who's a monster right. and what does it take to be a monster and you know po- power and politics you, the only right. way to get it is by becoming a monster and everyone is becoming a monster and it's been such an interesting journey to see this all unfold it's true i thought the second half of season five was really really strong uh i really appreciate it's it. good i'm excited for what is going to happen i feel like fitz needs to kind of go away because he's just kind of moping around he's like your friend with like no job that's on your couch just kind of yeah. drinking your soda yeah. and your beer and you're like go do something and he's like i don't know i'm tired I don't want to be president anymore. And I love it because Millie called him out on that bull, that privilege, that white male, straight white male privilege bullshit that he's whining and complaining about being president, which he right. could just, which he, he, he didn't even earn it. He didn't earn no. anything. And he whines and he no. mopes about it. He barely is being president. He's just fucking Olivia. Moping or fucking, around. Or fucking random ladies. And <laughs> you rarely see him doing anything political. Like, what do your job. How do you have this much time? I love Melly this season too. She's raw and crazy. She's been dope. Abby has been dope this season to watch her become a monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been it's been great. So if you're not watching Scandal, you're doing it wrong. And you need let's, to re up on that. And let's close with your Aneke went to the Madonna Inn. Oh, I went to the Madonna Inn. Was Madonna the there? Weird. No, just the ghost of her old face <laughs> was there, her, haunting her the ground. Was there? She I, was <laughs> Was Don's old face also there? Don from Danity Kane, her old face. It's all the all the Hollywood old faces just haunt the hallways. Ooh, look at and my old go, friends. Ooh, we've been. It's like in um, Game of Thrones where it's like the House of Black and White, where it's like <laughs> all those faces are on the wall. It's just Hollywood old faces. So you were terror just lining the walls. So you were just terrified the entire time. I was terrified yet fascinated mm, with all the old faces. Just it was good. Out at the Madonna and. Oh, also, remember, since we're now a part of the Maximum Fun Network, listen to us, listen to other podcasts that are on the Maximum Fun. You can go to Mm -hmm. MaximumFun.org. 
Pop Rocket is one that is just like us. We talk about popular culture, all of that stuff. Um, Throwing Shade is another one that we love. Love them. You know, Bullseye is wonderful. We did see Throwing Shade live. Yeah. So go check it out. There's so much amazingness on Maximum Fun. Uh, Go go play. Go play in Heather. Wait, Heather? No, Tither. Tither, Hither? Hither, Tither. Hither, Hither. I gotta go study my... uh, Duolingo. I mean, I'm working on my French because uh, when I go to Amsterdam, really? I got a meet. I'm meeting the boyfriend's parents are gonna come visit. So. Oh snap! Oh, I got my Duolingo. Snap. I know this. La pomme. What is that? The apple. Oh, papillon is butterfly. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, je suis <laughs> rouge. I am red. Oh well, apparently we know conversator star- conversation starters. <laughs> <laughs> the apple and I am red. Oh, and I'm butterfly. gonna nail it with this mom. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go study my French, and you are gonna go walk the lake with my dad. Aw, happy know. Father's Day. Aw, thanks. Not to you, to your dad. I'm a father. <laughs> I am your oh, father. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> to be continued. See y'all next week. Bye. My name is Jonathan Van Ness, and I am the host of Getting Curious. Let me ask you a question. What do you know nothing about, but you just can't stand to, like, find anything about it because it's just too stiff? I know for me, there was too many things to even count. So I decided I needed to start a podcast where I could find things out and make them more easily digestible to not only myself, but to you. You can find Getting Curious on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. Hi, I'm Brian Safi. And I'm Erin Gibson. And we host the Throwing Shade podcast. On Throwing Shade, we look at an issue important to ladies and an issue important to gay people, and then we basically make fun of it. Yeah, and just to answer your question, no, we don't have a marriage pact that if we don't get married by the time we're 30, we're going to do that to each other. No, that's true. Although we have each been divorced three times. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.